Hive of Truth Carpet. I know y'all, I know y'all been waiting. I know y'all been excited. I know y'all been ready to hit play on your favorite podcasting platform. It is I, your girl, C, Mom Loud. And of course, as always, I'm with my bestie. Yeah, I said yeah, <laughs> I, I was trying to match the C, so I said yee. <laughs> It's Unique Love, also known as Yaya. Hey, y'all. I'm so excited to be back on the podcast. It's been a long time, but much needed. Yes, Breath. yes. Truly, truly exciting. It's truly exciting. I've been, I've been, I've been waiting to get back in the studio to start recording <laughs> again. <The airport. laughs> right. Back in, back in the mix and doing what we do best. Okay. Talking yeah. about these conversations and allowing the people to be involved in what, what we do. I love it. I'm glad to be back. I'm hope y'all glad to have us back. Okay. <laughs> yes, girl. I'm excited too. I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like the the break is ne- necessary, but sometimes I'm like, dang, this felt like a long break. <laughs> uh, it's long enough. It's long enough for me. It's it's just just enough time, okay. Especially just when you got a lot of things going on, a lot of things you got to do when you you traveling and we work full time, and you know you got to give that time to your friends and your family and yourself. So yeah, especially uh, when you're a plant mom, gotta take care of my baby. <laughs> I'm definitely not a plant mom. I actually have a picture of a plant that I sit in a pot. That's how I can't do. Oh my god! I painted a picture of a, a snake leaf and I sit it in the pot. It'll oh never god. die. Well, we, I never got to water it. <laughs> Perfect plant. Yes. Oh my gosh! Well, we are in our. Oh my god, fifth season. That's crazy. Shout out to us. Yeah. Back to all the way back to 2020 when we didn't know what we was doing. Okay. We just going with the flow, figuring out along the way. And here we are, still loving it, still doing the damn. I'm loving it. (laughs) She sips her drink. I had to sip it off camera because you know, I don't need nobody saying she not doing no uh free promo, free promo. Right. I'm not doing no free promo. Let me go take another one. So until there's some paid promo, whatever I'm sipping is going to be unknown. Okay? Yeah. It's not an alcoholic beverage, though, I promise. <laughs> I don't really... So for people who are new to our podcast, we typically start in, start in, start out with a check-in. But I feel like that's kind of... That will be in the icebreaker part. But I guess I could say what I've been doing recently. Yeah. Y'all, I quit Pilates. Oh, my God. If you know me... If you follow me on social media, I love Pilates, but um, it's expensive. When I like saw how much I was paying with the discount, it was like two something per month that I was paying. And then like, oh, if you love Pilates, if you get the benefits, da, 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 it's not that much. But like I I was racing from work because I don't work in the same state that I uh, have Pilates in, that I live in. So, I, like, and if you miss the Pilates class, you have to pay the fee for missing a class, even though you pay for the membership. So I will be racing down the highway or, like, trying to get there or trying to schedule times that make sense. And it just seemed, like, all over the place. So um, that and trying to save money this year. Well, not trying. I am going to save money this year, which would be that Pilates money. So I mm-hmm. had to um, cancel Pilates. And I also canceled Planet Fitness because there is a gym closer to my home. And um, I will be able to go to this gym in any location opposed to 
uh, Planet Fitness. I quit that because there was no parking. So I would be like, oh, well, during the day, I know people working downtown, so I can't go because there's no parking. It's like all these things. So, yeah, I'm hoping to, uh, not hoping, let's take that back out. I am getting <laughs> into um, a new gym rhythm this year, and I'm going to uh, make it, like, be more flu- be more fluid, I guess, because I will be able to walk to my gym if I don't want to drive or like, it's literally right there. It's right there. Mm -hmm. So that's what's been going on lately. Hopefully I can get some skating. I've not gone since uh, before we went to Jamaica. So October was the last time I went to a skate class. So I know it's going to be like starting all over. Um, Had therapy last week, canceled that out. So, uh, cause I don't need it as frequently. So and I also noticed it was it was my therapy sessions was interfering with brunch or interfering with skating because it was in the middle of the day at 12. So I had to run out of the skating rink, hop in my car and have therapy or get to the brunch place an hour early to have therapy and then go into brunch. So it's kind of weird, but I'm just in a place where I'm figuring things out. I know we usually start off the top of January with our goals and everything, but shoot, I'm letting it be. If I need to sleep in which means, you know, it's not January right now. And I'm still figuring things out, but who's to judge? Only but the hey, woman. Uh, you can you can start over in spring, you can start your start your your birthday. Like what what year is truly the year that you want to consider the beginning of your year? <laughs> Every day is a new start for me. <laughs> Every day is day one for me in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I made it. I was just, I literally told somebody today when I was talking to my, my Lyft driver, um, mm-hmm. we were just talking about how some days you just wake up and you figure if this is, this is the day I'm going to do this. I might not be able to do all of it, but at least I'm taking the steps, the baby steps towards doing something that I want to do. Cause you can't do everything all at once, especially when you start looking at the list of things that you want to accomplish. You got to break those big accomplishments into those smaller steps in order for you to reach it. So just take, taking it one day at a time, taking it one step at a time, but also giving yourself grace for the goals that you're trying to reach. Yes, you don't please. need to rush to get there. Amen? <laughs> you don't need hey, to girl. rush to get there. <laughs> yeah. But I do um, really put my skates on, though, because you and my mom no, paid good money for those skates. <laughs> <laughs> right. Shoot, I've been thinking about my skates, too. But for me, like, just to check in real quick, like, I am trying to be more intentional with my health. Like, not to say, like, I'm an old lady, anything like that. Like, <laughs> I ain't got no respiratory issues. But in regards to my health, it's only, what, February now that we're recording this. I've been sick twice this year. Twice. And twice to the point where it's like, I don't know what's going on with my body. Of course, you know, as we get older, our body tends to do different things and different signs for different things aren't what they used to be. So I'm like, I felt this before, but not like this. So yeah. it's like a, a, like an added pain or an added symptom to something that you would usually get. So I'm like, is this a sinus infection? It feels like a sinus infection, but oh no, is it COVID? Oh Lord. So like just having to rule all these things out. So the reason why I'm trying to be more intentional with my health in regards to what I eat and, and what I put into my body, just to make sure that I'm, I don't, I want to get sick less often. <laughs> the fact that I was sick back to back, it was just kind of like, okay, hold on. 
Now, yeah. I know like stress can add into those things when your body starts to get weary. Um, and break down. That. Right. You have to listen, listen to your body. But even aside from that, like with the weather changing and like the way that you the way that you dress, <laughs> like just different things like that. So I just want to be more intentional with how I'm taking care of myself to mm-hmm. avoid me being sick more often because I don't like it. I don't like it. And it's only so many days that I keep taking off work because I'm sick. <laughs> right. We so, can have a doctor on our podcast to talk to them or something because yes, absolutely. what I've been going through. Yeah, because it's like, okay, um, I'm taking these vitamins. I'm, I'm eating this way, but like also like I also want to get more into like what are like natural remedies that I could um, that I could do to to remain to remain healthy. So yeah, because being sick ain't it. And some mm-hmm. things I can't even avoid, especially since I got allergies. Every time the season change, something come up. And the allergies always right. pop up different. <laughs> like, so I want to avoid that at all costs because I can't keep going to urgent care either. That that Those bills start to rack up because at first yeah. I didn't think I had to pay nothing. And they sent me a bill. I said, why don't y'all just charge me while I'm there? Don't right. surprise me with a bill in the mail. Speaking of that, I went to urgent care because, you know, my chest pain and all the other stuff. And my copay was $30. I had a feeling that my copay changed this year. They sent me a bill in the mail for $10. They want their money. They are not playing. <laughs> the same thing happened with my dermatologist. They was like, oh, you owe $10. I said, y'all couldn't tell me this when I was there. Right. Like, <laughs> well, Let me go ahead and give y'all $10. I'm like, right. insurance, yeah. we need to talk. They will send you a bill for $0.05. Cent. They want their money. Cause I'm like, even though the copay changed, the difference of what I'm paying is what my old copay was. <laughs> Why did we change the copay if I'm still paying what I was paying before? But that's a story to, for another day. <laughs> yeah, we need to talk to doctors. We need to talk to insurance policies. All yes, of these. Uh, health insurance companies. Who work in health insurance? Because I'm going to stop myself. That part. All right. You ready to run it down? Yes. All right. So... As you know, this is season five, episode one. And for those of you that don't know, what I'm about to do for you right now is run it all the way down. So you know what's happening in this here episode. So first up, we're going to have our icebreaker. We let loose a little bit, you know. <laughs> we're gonna be talking, we're going to be talking about two roses and two thorns from 2023. Then we're heading over into Sweet 223, where I'm going to be giving y'all a little, a little mass piece, some poetry to get your ears ringing in this poetic direction. And then heading on over into the calf, we are going to be talking about our big subject for today, which is burnout. How do you recognize the signs? What do you go through with burnout? How to avoid burnout? How to get through it? We are talking all about it because whether it's work, whether it's family, we all do things where at some point we just don't know how to get it right. We got to slow down. All right. Then uh-huh. heading, on, <laughs> heading on over into our dorm story segment, I'm going to be sharing a story about someone who had burnout and how they got through it. And then if you stay tuned all the way until the very end, you'll be tuning in to the announcement segment, also known as the community news. There is something for everyone, so you do not want to miss that. So stay tuned all yes. the way through. You feel me? Yes. <laughs> I did a rant on in a minute. I felt good. Sounds good. (laughs) All right. And without further ado, we are going to head over into the icebreaker. Yeah. Okay, y'all. So it's 2024. I still don't have a theme song for this segment, but maybe I'll come up with one by the next episode. But just like you heard in the 
um, campus rundown, Molly and I are going to be talking about our roses and our thorns of 2023. And if you've never watched the Kardashian show or you've never been in the class where they talk about roses and thorns, basically you talk about the beautiful part, like the really, really happy, beautiful part of the year or whatever the day, whatever you want to talk about. Um, and then the thorn is like things that may have hurt you or may have not felt so good or looked so great um, during that day, year, whatever you're talking about. But we are talking about 2023. So uh, we're going to give two each, two roses, which when we when I'm saying roses, because, you know, the rose and the thorn, it's the whole thing. But like the rose, like the, the petals. So we're going to give two rose petals and two thorns each. So I guess I'll do one. You do one. I'll do one. You do one. All right. We'll do that back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to start with my thorn. Okay. So one thorn. Stick one, it to me. Huh? <laughs> uh, one thorn of last year was the theme of loss. Mm. So um, it's been a thing since the pandemic. Every year since 2020, I've lost a grandparent. I lost uh, first my great grandfather. Then my uh, maternal paternal grandma, then my uh, my mom's grandma, and then last year my like all of our great grandma, the matriarch of our family, and that hurt a lot. Like even um, you know, like tears there and here and there. Like sometimes I'll just break down out of no seemingly out of nowhere, but just like dealing with that loss was really, really tough. And then uh, personally too, around that same time, I dealt with the loss of my boyfriend. And it was just like hard carrying that. Oh my God, she's, uh, it was it was hard to like get through it all together. Cause it was like simultaneously, like literally at the same time, which tells, <sighs> I said I wasn't gonna talk about him, but it, it's telling <laughs> that person too. Like my grandma passed away first and then you break up with me too. like. Even though with things going on, it's like, quote unquote, perfect timing. I'm doing air quotes because it's not perfect timing. But that was like really, really, really sour. And it happened around the anniversary of having lost my friend, Boo Boo. So it was like mentally at that time of year, I'm preparing myself to have to, you know, like, please don't get overwhelmed with the anniversary of that. And then this happens and then that happens too. So that was like the the worst thorn, the most difficult thorn that I had to deal with last year. Mm. Yeah. Loss is, loss is never easy. Something that you gotta, that you gotta grow through. Cause from, from having lost myself and I'm sure as our, some of our listeners understand as well, it's, it's something that you just, you take it day by day. Like we were saying right. before, step by step, day by day, little by little, no, not that it necessarily will always be easy, but you know, it, it does get better. It gets better. Just giving Whitney Houston step by step, <laughs> day by day. Uh, do you want to give your thorn or you want me to do my rose? I can I can do a thorn. So um one of my thorns is the fact that I did not skate at all. Not only did I not skate, I didn't look at the skates, I didn't open the box. I'm sure it's collecting dust. I'm gonna have to Blow the dust off of it. 2022, <laughs> one of my goals was to 
put them skates on some more, start taking some lessons. There was a, a new rink that opened in Brooklyn near me. And I was like, oh, I'm going to start going there. Never even went to the venue. Mm. <laughs> like, so for me, it was just kind of like, dang, I didn't even attempt to um, put any effort towards that goal. So it made me a little disappointed in myself because I was so excited. I bought the skates, but it's not like it's something that can't be done. I did do a lot last year, but it's just yeah. the fact that I... I know there are moments where I could have made the time to do the thing, you know? It was just a lot of moments where it's just like, I just, I don't feel like doing it. Kind of like how the gym is, you know? But <laughs> I um, want to make more of an effort to truly, like, put them things on and get to rolling. <laughs> because <laughs> I don't have them just to have them to put them on display. I actually yeah. want to perfect my my skill of, of skating. So, um not anytime soon, most likely in the spring when it starts to warm up a little bit, but I'm definitely going to try to go at least um, once a month to a lesson and then also just for fun. So like twice a month. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll check in later to see how that, how that goal is going come springtime. <laughs> yeah. So my role, your thorn is my roles. Um, even though it wasn't as frequent because again expenses right like yeah we have the skates but you still have to pay to get into the rink and i go outside um you know at, to the basketball court volleyball court um something like that but it's not the same because the leaves and the little sticks and stuff mm -hmm. in a way so it's not as smooth or as fast as the skating rink but anyway like the expenses like 20 something dollars for um the lessons and then about that same price because th the prices went up um, to go during regular time and then people go on faster during that time. So it's kind of scary. But anyway, uh, my role was that I at least took a few classes to get out of that fear. I fell, bust my butt. Like I finally fell. Bust so it wide not... open and the teller bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> I finally uh, got, you know, they typically say once you fall, then you'll, you know, you won't be afraid or nervous anymore, but it just felt good to actually learn how to turn around, like, you know, and learn how to go backwards. Even though I look funny because I'm going look real slow, at least I can say I can I can do it. So that's one of my roses from last year. So one of my roses was all the challenge I did. First, my roses was going to be every place that I went, but I decided to combine them all because one of my main goals on my... um vision board for 2023 was to travel and i did a lot of traveling um my my top places uh was started in new orleans for my birthday did a cousin trip in miami um went to alaska with my mom my aunts my grandmother and my cousin went to jamaica my friend got married then went to bali for my sister's birthday brought in the new year with peace tranquility just just a full-blown essence of just calmness like my my year started off well and it and it ended it ended well so i literally did more traveling than i expected to but i'm so grateful for every single experience that i had when when i was traveling i was just like i can't imagine not traveling so i already have my list of places where i want to go i did say for 2024 i'm going to take a pause because i want to save more money which is a part of my thorn <laughs> yeah. um 
but I just want to focus on saving more money towards different things that I want to do. But traveling is still definitely high on my list and I will be getting back into it, like at least traveling out of the country in 2025. So for this year, I might still do like a little road trip or something or someplace that's not too, not too far or too expensive, you know, because yeah. I still like to have some relaxation and, you know, have some fun. But as far as big trips, I'm going to save for those and save the other things this year. Okay. That's, yeah, that's a really nice sandwich that you had. You know, you said you started great <laughs> at the beginning of the year and, and ended the year off well. Mm-hmm. So that sounds really good. And your pictures looked really, really nice uh, from both of your tri- Well, I'm saying both because the trip that I wasn't a part of, <laughs> aside from Florida, is what I'm thinking about. Um, those were really, really peaceful looking uh, pictures. And I know that you did have a great time because I spoke with you about them. You know, because people say... People go on trips often and like you'll see them on social media and like, oh my God, it looks like a great time. But when you hear their stories, it's like, oh, you had a, a hard time. So I try not to like <laughs> envy or be jealous of people's mm-hmm. uh, trips, but yours, uh, Alaska and uh, Bali looked really, really amazing. Yeah, uh, it, it was amazing. If nobody, if you have not gone, y'all, please put Bali on your bucket list for traveling. It is okay, an experience that you. You will not regret. I, I'm planning to go back. Most probably next year, I'm gonna go back. Nice. <sighs> thorn. Um, my thorn was just getting tired of myself, sounding like a broken broken record of the goals that I had for myself. Um, I won't get specific on this podcast uh, because I don't want pressure from anyone else. I just want to do it myself. But just like continuously saying I want to do this I want to do this I want to do this I want to well do it like that was having like those voices in my head come on Nike yeah so it was it was like okay I need to actually get myself together what will be my smaller steps in order to get to those bigger steps who do I need to talk to what do I need to do in order to make these things happen so I'm praying that I get myself together and actually make these things either come to fruition for a point or at least by the end of this year or maybe fall this year, I can at least least say I made the steps opposed to 2023. I ain't make no steps. Mm -hmm. It was either, either of those goals. Like I just kept talking, but it's like, that's, it doesn't sound good. It doesn't feel good to sound like a broken record myself. So um, yeah, that's a thorn from last year. Yeah. My thorn was not saving enough money. That's why I said it related to, yes, I travel. Yes, I had fun. And for those trips, I did save, but I didn't save outside of traveling. I didn't save enough. So I'm like, aside, like thinking about things that I want to do for the future, which is why I'm like, okay, 2024, the things mm-hmm. that I want to do three, five, 10 years from now, why don't I have a savings account for that? Like thinking about like, granted, I'm not thinking about buying a house no time soon, but why am I not already saving money for that? Knowing that one day, that's something that I want to have. So like just starting putting money away for that um, and truly having like a true uh, emergency account. Like I got a little bit of money for uh, for emergencies, but just like truly like if something were to happen, if I lost my job or anything like that, like any type of crisis, I should have enough save that I can at least sustain myself for a little bit. So like this year, I'm like truly focusing on like what savings actually means to me and being yeah. more financially responsible. So like, yes, I can still have fun, but I'm more so into like, what does my budget look like for me? How can I make it work for me? So I've already taken some things out of my budget that I no longer need, kind of replaced it with some things. 
um, but also trying out some new things for myself. So one thing that I am going to try, I am trying a washing service for my clothes. Okay. Um, because Ooh, that's just one thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one thing in my life. It takes the way that I have to, it takes a lot of time to, to like just to go because I don't have washing in my building. I'm, I miss being spoiled and have washing in my building. I can't wait till I have it again. The convenience of it, by having to pack my things and take it there. And then it's just, it's a lot. And I just wish I, if I could just throw my clothes in, sit down, watch TV, like something like that. So like yeah. I'm readjusting my budget for things that are convenient for me that I can afford. Probably not, you know, every week, but at least once a month. If I could put $50 towards having somebody else fluff and fold, wash, all of that, absolutely. Like, that's that's the luxury, the type of luxury that I want to have. Somebody washing my clothes, especially when I have a lot. Um, yeah, because yeah, I only wash about twice a month anyway, every other week. So if I can have yeah. that one big load that I can give to them, absolutely. Like, I've taken nails out of my budget. I don't get my nails done as often anymore. I So, I like, the amount that I paid for that, half of that can go towards to washing. So, just thinking about stuff like that as far as budgeting, just changing my life around a little bit for things that, like, I really know will benefit me and things I'm like, I really don't need that. Let's put, let's have the special occasion. I got savings for, like, you know, special time, like special me time, you know, something yeah. like that. So, being more intentional about how I want to be financially responsible. If you're watching the video on Spotify or YouTube or wherever else that may be out by the time this podcast is out, <laughs> um, I'm making faces because I was just talking about my nails. I've I've taken like a year, I think it's been. So that extra money did feel good. But now I think I want to get back into nails. Mm -hmm. uh, See, you just got to readjust that budget. <laughs> yes, because the press ones were not doing it for me. Like I remember I was handing... Um, the paper towel. I was trying to grab a paper towel roll for my friend. Nell slid down the road. I pull, pull up my pants. My head popped off the thing. I'm like, I woke up. You know how you wake up and press on your pillow or something like that? I pressed pressed off. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, I can't do these press on. So, yeah. But I, I feel and hear what you're saying because, you know, I don't know. It's just so many bills. You got student loans. You got rent. You got all yes. these things that you have to pay for plus trying to hang out with friends is expensive mm -hmm. so i've gotten to a point where like speaking with my friends like hey i can't go and hang out with y'all all these different weeks like y'all want to be friends too so we can go out together and just bust <laughs> out at one time. like this because it's expensive so yeah. um just budgeting and seeing what account doesn't work like i don't I don't need a Netflix account because my mom got one. So hello, where we where we cut down on expenses, right? And then because I got Verizon, I got this package where I got Disney. I got the Disney package and Hulu. So you just use my password. Like what? You could be my friend, so we could be friends. And we could all be friends and save some money. Mm -hmm. Even though they got this whole if you're not in the house thing, whatever. But that's a, that's a different topic for a different day. But I definitely get the budgeting thing. I just I was just making that face because I miss getting my nails done. So. <laughs> Maybe next time y'all see me, I'm probably going to have something on my nails. I got one more rose, right? I think. That's why I was wondering. Did I? I think I I did. My only rose was my, um, was the uh, skating. So I was wondering that too. So yeah, we do have another rose, but you can yes, go first. Right. You, you ready? So my second rose was just completing my, uh, my first year as a full-time teacher. So for those of you that do not know, I am a teacher. I teach film, um, middle school students, fifth through eighth grade, <laughs> all, <laughs> all four grade levels. Um, 
But the reason why it's a rose for me, because I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about patience. I learned so much about how to build my curriculum. I learned how to give myself grace. I learned new methods of being a teacher because I came from an after school world where it's so much different than actually like being a full time teacher and having to to grade and put so many other different things on my plate. I'm used to going from one school to the next school, like to being at three different schools a day, teaching three different types of programs. So it feels good not only to be teaching my own program um, that I'm building from the ground up, but just having this experience overall um, is really amazing to me. Like I never intended to be a teacher. If somebody asked me, I never saw, a teacher was never on the list of things that I saw myself doing as a career, but being in it and now doing it, I can see my purpose as a, to why I am here doing what I'm doing. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, I love this. I love what I do. I love my kids. Um, as much as a headache, they may be sometimes with their kids. <laughs> so yeah, I just, I really love what I do and I'm appreciative of being able to give the opportunity to have something in schools that I did not have. Like, that's my why. So I'm like, that I'm so excited. And my, I'm in my second year. My second year about to come to a close soon, soon. So now it's going to be soon to be second year done. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. I'm, I'm proud of you uh, and your accomplishment and getting through the year dealing with the children, but I see how happy you are when they share their projects with the school, um, that and the step team and the dance team, like you really, uh, even though you be tired, <laughs> and, <laughs> so it's a journey, but you, like, you get that uh, reward at the end of each semester, trimester, I forgot what the kids call it, but each term, you get yeah, that trimester, semester, semester. <laughs> the mester. Yeah, the mester, the mester. <laughs> Um, my other roles, um, comes to mind because it started off as an annoying thorn at the beginning of the year last year, where like, I tend to, at the end of the year, beginning of the year, think of things that I want to do for myself travel wise. So I'm like, Oh, this is, I want to go to Egypt. I want to go to Texas. I want to go like these places. And then I start to get invites from other people or, Word from other people of, oh, I want to go to this place. I want to go to this country. I want to do this. And then I push my list to the side. And I'm like, well, this person has a date and I don't. Like, that's the reason why I pushed it. Like, because I don't have a date when I want to go to Egypt, but I know I'm saving for Egypt. Mm -hmm. But then I took my saved money to go celebrate this person's birthday or go to do this with this person. And then I'll beat myself up for it. Or I'll be upset because it's like, here's another year that I'm doing that. So... Last year felt good because um, I got to go to San Francisco. Like, I, you know, put everything aside. Like, I'm not going to put myself in a predicament, too. This is another thorn of every time my birthday comes around, where are the people? I know people are there, but I get, it feels like I get a lot of no's or feel like I get a lot of, oh, I can't, I'm not available around that time for the, for my birthday. That's the response I get. But when it's their birthday, I'm there. <laughs> like So it's like... Last year, I didn't put myself in that situation. I just, listen, I'm just going to go away with my mom because I didn't want to go by myself. I'm not ready for a solo trip like that yet to an unfamiliar place. But I just paid for me and my mom to go to San Francisco, which has been a place that I've been wanting to go to for years. And I had a really, really great time. It was just nice to get text messages from people to wish me happy birthday, opposed to sitting at a bar or sitting at a restaurant and being grateful for the people that's there, but still wondering, uh, it's honest, I still wonder, like, dang, well, where's Alicia? I feel safe saying that name because I don't know anybody named Alicia. <laughs> like, 
you know, where are all these people? So I don't don't have to worry about people who aren't there if I didn't ever invite anyone to do anything for my birthday. Um, and then, yeah, speaking of saving, putting, I would, like, I know my birthday's coming up or I know this is coming up. Let me look at what I have there. Now I'm like, I know my mom wants to go to Paris, so I'm saving for that. And I know I want to go to this place. Oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. Make sure you take me so I can order me a croissant in Francais. Okay? Okay, uh, I'm 248 days in on Duolingo. So well, you let me time... know Morocco because Morocco's on my list. I sent you my list. so That's for the 35th, so I'll send you the details. Morocco. Oh, and then Jamaica was good last year, too, because I wanted to go last year um, to Jamaica. So... Tracy's wedding was perfect because it's like, okay, I get to go to your wedding and go to Jamaica yeah. and hit. So I wasn't bothered by that. But yeah, that's, uh, I always have, um, I got to put me first in my head regarding everything. <laughs> like, yeah, I would love to go to this trip with you, but I've already been for the last two years. Been thinking about this, so I gotta, you know. <sighs> Absolutely. That, that was my role for last year. Yeah, it felt really good first. to go. To go to San Francisco. So yeah, that's the end for me for my roses and thorns and Moni's roses and thorns. So we yeah, are I like that. with our icebreaker, and that means we're gonna move on to our next segment, which is sweet two, two, three, the poetry suite. <laughs> hey y'all, welcome to the sweet two, two, three segment where you will hear poetry every single time from either Yaya or I or a guest poet. Today, you're going to be listening to moi. I'm going to be giving you a piece that I've been practicing that's newly written, um, that I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying, to, trying to memorize. Um, it's untitled as of now, but it's a new piece. So I want to know if y'all rocking with it. Let me know in the comments if you like it. <laughs> All right, here we go. It's times like this, I wish you didn't exist. Wish we had never met so I wouldn't have to feel this emptiness because by a lack of communication, and instead of giving a dissertation, explaining how I feel, I choose to conceal my truth because I know I can't stay mad at you. But we, but even if we weren't in each other's lives, somewhere along the line, our stars would still align and we'd still be staring in each other's eyes and I'd feel like everything would be okay. But in the absence of your presence, parts of me feels neglected and no presence can fix this. So I'm ready to move on. While my other also oh forgiving half sees the best in you, now I don't know what to do. Am I tripping? How should I handle this? On speed dial, I need my therapist to talk me off this anxious ledge, take a few steps back to clear my head so I'm not irrational. Tap into my logical so this all makes sense, but shit, I can't remember the last time I felt like this. Or if I even had this feeling before my healing. But wait, am I actually healed? My secrets and trauma concealed in a box that you have to unlock, yet you don't have the key. Damn, now I'm starting to think it's me. So here I stand allowing words to escape my mouth, roll off my tongue, all while feeling numb to what I really want to say. Might as well win best actress for this play. What's wrong with me? This started off about you, now I'm revealing things about me and you're wondering if it's true, but since we're on the subject, let's get back to the narrative of how I feel unappreciated when your response should be imperative. Still sound like we're talking about me? Then maybe I should start talking about we. As smart as I was in school in this concept, I'm receiving a D. Matter of fact, let's just say F so your mind stays on track because I didn't even mean it like that. Sex is unrelated to my mission. Yes, my lips are great, but stop thinking about kissing. Remember I didn't want you here? Wishing we didn't meet? 
didn't think I'd have to repeat, but I'm glad your mind is clear. So my lips are continued parting. Yes, I feel as if I haven't said anything. Now I've made it complicated. I really need my therapist to assess my reasoning. Wait, let me remember to breathe. This anxiety is a bitch. I've rambled off all these words and still haven't said shit. So let me just get to the point. Wait, wait. Maybe I should just hit this joint. Okay, okay, I admit now I'm getting sidetracked. I'm avoiding what you already know is truth. The due date has passed for what I really need to say. Damn. I gave you a dissertation anyway. That is the piece. Oh my <laughs> gosh, it's so good because it's like so relatable and it's like my mind is here, but it's here and I'm trying to say this, but I'm saying this and what the it's like when I start saying talking and I'm like long story short well I already just told the whole story so. right <laughs> oh that was that was really good and I feel like I don't even have to ask what the inspiration is because it's like dating relationships like what are we doing what are we doing what are we doing I want to say this is it too soon to say this I want to be like welcome to my anxiety like welcome to what my mind goes through when I want to say something but there's another part listen to the two sides of me talking to each other <laughs> Yeah. Yes, you, girl. Nah, girl. <laughs> trying to make sense of what's happening. Like mm -hmm. I'm still going through it, so it's like really hard to put a pin or put up like make sense of what I'm experiencing. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're you're talking out loud, but you're talking to yourself at the same time. So why exactly. am I talking to you when I haven't really thought it through yet? Ooh. Ooh why am I talking to you when I really haven't thought it through? <laughs> okay, come on, loud thoughts. <laughs> no but yeah, yeah so it's a a new piece that that i've been working with and i'm actually really proud of this because it's been a minute since i wrote a piece and i love the fact that when creativity comes out of nowhere i actually when i i think i discovered this piece i was just going through my phone looking through my notes mm -hmm. and i had the like the first four lines and i was just like hmm, let me just try to and then as Not i was started going i just started adding to it and it turned into something else and i was like I like this. Let me let me start sharing this one. It's been a minute. So the creativity yeah. been flowing as of late. So I, I'm proud to be back into doing something that I love. I haven't, I can't remember the last time I actually wrote a piece and finished it. So that felt nice. Yeah. It's always a good feeling too when it comes out fire. Like, ooh. I, like sometimes when I, I know this is about you, but let's make this about me. <laughs> Like, sometimes I look at poems and I'm like, yo, I really wrote this? Like, it's so good. I remember sharing a poem with someone. Oh, sorry. <laughs> if y'all watching, I moved my camera by mistake. Um, And they're like, Yanni, because some people make up names for me. Yanni, you wrote this? Like, no plagiarism, no nothing? Like, no. I mean, yeah, I wrote this. And it's good, right? Like, mm -hmm. God has blessed you with such a talent. And I really enjoyed the poem that you just shared with me. So, well, with us, because people are listening. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that poem. Yeah, I, I look forward to perfecting it and performing it. So don't be surprised if y'all hear this again. It might end up being one of your favorite pieces. You're like, well, I love when she do that one. Yep, that's right. And y'all heard it here first. Yes, and I love those too because uh, people like memorize it too. So you hear the crowd saying the lines with you. Mm -hmm. I've not experienced that firsthand. I look forward to it, to doing that. Like yes, having a, be a dope. poem that's like the crowd favorite. Absolutely. Well, good job, Moni. Thanks Thank for sharing you. your poem. <laughs> And now we are going to head over to our next segment, which, which is, is Hot Topics. Girl, for a second, I'm like, I know we've been on a break, but did you forget that you got to sing? <laughs> I thought you forgot yeah. the tune. 
when it's gonna be sick, okay? Hack topics. Yes, it's time to head on over into sweet two two. I mean, not. oh my god, the hot topic. We literally <laughs> just said it in my brain. <laughs> you break that. Ignore me, y'all. We had the hot topics. Hey y'all, we're in. A, why do I always flap my hands like I'm a bird? If you're watching, flap your wings, flap your wings. Go ahead, flap your wings, flap your wings. <laughs> Talking about flapping, pass me a fan because today's topic is burnout. Ooh, I like how you did that. Come on, transition to the conversation. Yes, to the conversation. We are talking about burnout. The reason why we felt like this was a good topic is because last year it was happening so frequently. And, you know, at the top of the year, you try to figure out how you're going to work out through the next year to combat the things that you struggled with last year. So um, shout out to Moni for coming up with this topic that we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we like to start when we do, quote unquote, research for topics and we're not talking about our lives or other people's business. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we like to start off about the definition of what that topic is. So burnout is a defined as a state of emotional, physical, and mental exhaustion caused by excessive and prolonged stress. It occurs when you feel overwhelmed, emotionally drained, and unable to meet constant demands. As the stress continues, you begin to lose the interest and motivation that led you to take on a certain role in the first place. And this definition comes from a site called helpguide.org. Um, so yeah, that's what burnout is defined as. So it's basically you're stressed, but for a long time and you can feel these signs in different different mediums. So the next thing that we're gonna talk about are the signs of burnout. Moni, you wanna share how do you know when you're burnt out? Yes, so there are different types of signs that you can realize that you are feeling burnout from physical, emotional, and behavioral. So starting off with physical, you have a feeling of being tired and drained most of the time. Relatable. You say what? (laughs) Relatable. (laughs) Lowered uh, lowered immunity, frequent illness. Hello. Uh, Frequent headaches or muscle pain, change in appetite or sleep habits. Okay. Now, also, as I'm reading this, you might notice that these signs are similar to uh, these symptoms are similar to signs and symptoms for other things as well. So when you're taking note of how you're feeling in your body, you should also, you know, make sure that you check in to make sure that it's not a sign of something else. Mm -hmm. All right. So your emotional signs and symptoms burnout, sense of failure and self-doubt, feeling helpless, trapped and defeated, detachment, feeling alone in the world loss of motivation, increasingly cynical and negative outlooks, decreased satisfaction and sense of accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Then closing out with behavioral signs and symptoms, we have withdrawing from responsibilities, isolating from others, procrastinating, taking longer to get things done, using food, drugs, or alcohol to cope, taking frustrations out on others, and skipping work or coming in late and leaving early. So can I say something? One of the ones yeah. you said uh, was isolating from others. I mm-hmm. I did want to just add in, well, actually all the symptoms, like Moni said, um, these could be symptoms for other things. But also, if you know that you're a hermit, like you're 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 always 
liking to be by yourself or things like that, or you frequently procrastinate or you frequently have headaches, it may not, that doesn't mean that burnout is the thing for you. It's just, if these things are not your norm, um, then it could be a sign that like, hey, this thing is kicking in now. I'm not normally like this. Maybe I should take a step back and find out is, is it burnout or not. Yeah, because sometimes also like the differences, like burnout and stress. <laughs> yeah. And like figuring out like what's really going on with me? Am I depressed? Am I having anxiety? Is this like a symptom of something else? A part of my ADHD? Who knows? There's so many different ways, but you have to know you and your body in order to understand like what's going on with you at certain periods of time. So speaking of you, uh, we want to know from about, we want to share about ourselves. How do we know that we are particularly, particularly burned out? Um, I'll start with me. Mm-hmm. I know I'm particularly burnt out because I feel very, very tired. Um, I feel like, dang, I slept really well last night, but I'm so tired. Like I just want to lay down. I want to take a nap. I don't want to do anything. Regard like doing things like that I love, like shopping at Trader Joe's, or going to the gym, or like just doing things after work. If I feel like I can't do anything, I know I'm burnt out. I also know I don't think this was one that was listed. I also know I'm burnt out because I said work when my uh when intrusive thoughts come into my my dreams. I'm dreaming about clients. I'm dreaming about people at work. I'm dreaming about uh, sometimes I have dreams that I'm like in a car and I can't control it. That's one of like a frequent dream that I have. So I know maybe I'm overwhelmed or burnt out at this point. Um, And my attitude and adding that on top of being a Virgo is not good for my mom, Simone or other friends, (laughs) Simone or other friends. So yeah, I feel like I um, become more of a B-I-T-C-H towards people in my life when I am burnt out. And these signs are, uh, it took a while for me to notice for myself because like typically like you just excuse things like no way I'm stressed. No way I'm burnt out. I can handle work. I can handle a friend. I can handle my relationship. Like you think, think you're so big and tough and you like stress and uh, anxiety and burnout and all these things can't uh, come for you in a sense, but it can. So it took a while for me to, to realize what these signs were for me and uh, take ownership of them and actually be able to address them. Mm -hmm. For me, I know for a fact that it's definitely frequent illness and immunity for me. My body starts to shut down and lets me know that something is wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm super tired. Um, Like even like with just a regular day, like this is something that I do normal. Why do I feel so tired? Why do I feel so drained? And sometimes I know for a fact that it comes from like when my personal life and my work life have a lot going on at the same time. Like usually it's like, yeah, personal here, work is here, or sometimes it might balance itself out. But when they both are heightened and I got to figure out multiple things at the same time and it's hard to, to balance them out, I start to get overwhelmed and my body starts to shut down. I'm most likely not eating properly, probably not eating at all or forgetting or forgetting to eat, which also goes into my lord immunity. Um 
So I'm like, I'm running on water. Literally, I'm like, at least I remember to drink water, but like, it's not enough to keep me fueled and to keep me going. And then there's also a lot of times where I have like a lack of motivation. Like when it comes to my writing, like sometimes, like when I know like my creativity is just not what I know that it can be. It's just like I, that lack of motivation or even things that have to do with Love Loud. Like I get really excited when it comes to doing things for Love Loud. But I know if I sit in front of my computer and I'm just like, I don't feel like doing this right now. Let me just go ahead and close my computer and take a nap. My nap turned into waking up the next day. It does. I hate so. that she did that, y'all. <laughs> so it's just, yeah. And I often don't do it, but I, because um, I'm, everybody knows me as the person, like somebody asks me to go out, most likely I'm going to say yes. Like I like to go out. I like to be around other people. Um, but once I start like shutting down invitations, it's because I'm overwhelmed. Or, like I need to, be in the comfort of within myself in my own space and just feel like I need to get my life together. Mm-hmm. Me going out and hanging out with other people, I don't feel like I'll be able to fully engage because my mind will be focused too much on all this other stuff that I love sitting on the table. And I yeah. need to figure out like, how am I going to get my life together to get these things done? So that that's where it is for me. But that health one is at the top. And I honestly, when I was talking about it earlier, I realized that like I had personal and work, I had a lot to do, a lot to catch up on, especially when you're coming from a break and you're coming back from a break into the, the school building. So you got all these things that you got to do. And then, yeah, it's just, it was, it was, it was a lot. Plus the weather didn't help either. So yeah. <laughs> like the weather changing, it snowed and then the sun came out and then it rained and then like, what is happening? Um, so we want to, jump into how we typically respond when we become burned out. Um, I think my response to my response is based off of the symptoms. I can't say like, Oh, all these things are happening. And I have one, like I sit there like uh, Beyonce meditating and then everything is resolved. I think I manage based off of the symptoms. So Mm. um, if I'm taught, if I feel burnt out and that symptom is fatigue then I typically try to listen to my body as much as I want to push, just push through. You're just going to be at the gym for 30 minutes or just push through. You're only going to drive to Trader Joe's and get this real quick. Like, no, my body is saying this. Trader Joe's could wait. The gym could wait. Like, I really need to take a nap because the fear of being so tired and driving and then crashing or literally crashing or being at the gym and working my body too much or do the wrong thing because I'm fatigued now, I sprained my ankle or did something, you know, to that. So uh, giving myself permission to rest. Uh, sometimes that's the reboot that I need. I had to do that earlier this week. I'm, like, texting my friend, like, girl, I don't know if it's because I've been sick and maybe it's something really going on. Because I'm a hypochondriac sometimes. My family <laughs> tell you that. But, like, I'm like, is it because I've been sick that I feel tired? Because I know I've been sleeping. I slept the whole Saturday away. Like, Duh. but it's really because the night before I didn't really sleep the whole night and then also feeling like in my mind it's just so many things going on so that was just one thing uh if I feel like I am being a meanie towards my friends and family then I've allowed for true friends and family members to let me know that I'm doing that and it's kind of like it gives me a chance to self-reflect so I do some self-reflection of why am I doing this? Am I really mad at Simone? Did she do something? Or is this, she's just my target? And I try to like analyze and just go through step, like different things that's going on in my life. What's off? Oh, it's not Simone. It's this. And then try to like take a step back and 
just like look at the the bigger picture of what's going on. Basically, put myself in check, and I also allow my my friends and family. Even though I get pushed back, you can ask Moni. I get pushed back, uh, but at least that like kind of like puts it in my face. Like, yeah, you're not acting like yourself. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. And then um, I forgot what the other thing I was gonna say was. Oh, when it's work related, or when it's somebody else's attitude uh, towards me, and I'm like taking that on, then I have to readjust and sometimes I say it's not me it's that person I I'm I'm not a captain save a hoe but I'm like <laughs> like I'm, I'm very I'm very empathetic I'm very like um sensitive to myself and others and I I just like a sponge like just take on other people's energy so there's been like things that's going on that I'm like what am I doing wrong like is that is what that person saying about me true like all these different things so what's help in that sense too is speaking to other people or reading like some um, books that helps to like help me deal with the things that I'm going through, the stresses that I'm having. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to put into place, like maybe that person is not my friend or maybe that person is going through their own thing and they're pouring it onto me. Or maybe like I'm playing this role, but I'm doing too many roles at one time. Let me just focus on the role that I'm supposed to be playing. For example, like I'm, uh, Hmm. Dang, I can't. It's hard to give an example and not say the real thing. But like, if <laughs> I if I'm managing the team and I see somebody's having relationship issues, I can't I can't focus so much on managing the team and your relationship issues and your financial issues and all these things. I have to make sure I have my hat on right of being the managing the team well because if I start focusing on those other things, it's like distractions that puts me off my game of. Being, like managing the team like the football team is not going to be great if I'm worrying about your boyfriend drama and your financial drama and all this other stuff yeah so, that's why they say what in a, in a lot of workspaces like you got to leave your personal at the door when you when you come into the workspace granted most of the, a lot of times it's easier said than done but I've also had to learn like whatever I got going on I got going on outside of the building when I come into work I'm here to work so that I can be my best self the best that I can possibly be it might just be 90% today it might be 85 but if I continue to focus on what I got going outside that can easily turn into a 60 and I don't want my work to be affected by what I got going on outside of work Mm -hmm. yeah so which brings me um rest naps (laughs) rest I that is my top go to because like I said it's immunity for me a lot of the time and I will turn down going out somewhere I will be honest with my friends and be like hey it's been one of those weeks I would love to go out with you you know I'm always down but tonight is not the night I'm going to sleep or I'm going to cuddle up and binge watch my shows I'm not looking at a computer I'm putting my phone on do not disturb and I'm most likely gonna fall asleep with the tv watching me okay I just I need rest and I Usually, sometimes I'm not able to recognize it, but I know when I wake up from the 12 hours of sleep, like, damn, I slept real good, yeah. but I didn't realize I needed that much sleep, but I woke, I wake up feeling refreshed and sometimes yeah. recovering from the, the burnout is usually maybe like a day, like, dang, all I needed was rest. I haven't been getting enough rest because I've just been running. I just mm-hmm. been running, doing what I need to do, going from this place to this place, trying to get this done, trying to get that done, trying to stay um trying to meet 
my deadlines with my personal things, paying these bills on time, but I got to meet these work deadlines to make sure that, you know, I'm staying on top of what I need to do, make sure I do these things for my family, like just trying to stay on top of everything, but not staying on top of my health, on top of myself and realizing like, I need to slow down, take a step back and give myself rest. So I know mm. when I when I sleep like that and I wake up the next day, like, yes, I feel refreshed, but it also helps me recognize like I have not been getting enough rest as I need to. So usually the rest is like a minor realization of it, but it's all my top, um, my top go to when I really just need to decompress. The next one I usually I usually jump towards um, just getting out my my feelings like I've gotten into just like random journaling um just like just typing out like my frustrations of something and then like letting it be <laughs> like whatever whatever yes, is going you know, on in my, in my mind <laughs> whatever is happening in my mind just to release it so i don't have to call and explain nothing to nobody i'll mm-hmm. just type it up in my phone the thoughts that i'm thinking at that time and then let it go um just so i can get it off of me uh, because sometimes what I'm feeling in that moment is probably just because I'm pissed off and I probably don't really need to be pissed off. It's probably because I'm feeling a certain way about one thing. Now I'm irritated about this, which in turn makes me irritated about this. Now you chewing with your mouth open and I'm about to, <laughs> now I'm about to cut your head off when you always chew like that. It just seems louder today for whatever reason. So, <laughs> so it's like it's like a domino effect. Like I'm feeling this way about this thing. I didn't meet my deadline for this thing. And now it's trickling to other pieces of my life. So mm-hmm. um, I've started just journaling how I'm feeling in a moment about something just so I can come back to it later to be like, did, did um, that feeling that I had in that moment, like, was it justifiable? Yeah. And then like realizing like if it was a to or about a certain person, like whether or not I should bring it up to them or if it's something that, you know what, we can let this go. Yeah. Um, so that's what I've started to do and just finding ways to maintain my own peace, whether it's personal or at work. Um, finding ways like throughout the day, like even at the school day, when I have my breaks in between my classes, I will play my jazz music. All classes ain't perfect. All classes ain't pretty. Um, mm-hmm. So after my classes, my you probably could, you will most likely hear some jazz music or some gospel playing to get me back right. And it works. It really does yeah. work. I'll sit in my classroom with the lights off, have my jazz music playing. Like, I'll still be doing some work on the side. But, like, it just helps me get my mind right in, in a space where I feel okay <laughs> to continue moving on with the day. So jazz mm-hmm. music and my gospel music is my, the third, like, um, down the list to to go through as far as um, what, what I do. Yeah, the mu- the music helps. Yeah. You mind if I read a few uh, causes of burnout in each each category for work, lifestyle, and personality? See if you relate to any. I don't mind, but I did want to share something before you read. Mm-hmm. Um, which, because like I was saying earlier, sometimes I can be too proud to say I'm burnt out. Um, I I was remembering. Sorry, I'm fixing my camera, y'all. But I was remembering uh, last year when I had an anxiety attack Mm. and thank God I was home when it happened, but it was scary. Um, And the only person that I felt safe enough to call before I did something I didn't want to do was Moni. Um, But just like going through that, having her support of like checking, like, but you just celebrated this and you did this and and it's like, yeah, these things are happening. I don't know why I'm crying right now. So uh, 
that taught me to pay attention to the smaller signs. And that's that's not to say that if you ever experience an anxiety attack, if I ever experience an anxiety attack, that like something's wrong because you know life happens or whatever. Right. But that experience taught me, okay, let's pay attention to the smaller parts. Um, and of course, I talked spoke to my therapist about it. But sometimes it's not easy mm-hmm. uh, confronting someone if they're a part, not the cause of, but like they play a role in causing that uh, burnout or fatigue that you may feel. Um, like, especially if it's like a partner that you're dating or a family member that you love so much, like telling that person something uh, may be hurtful. Even when it comes to uh, canceling plans and not being a part of plans. Like it's been so many times that um, I've pushed to still go out and hang out, like you mentioned before, but last year felt good because I remember I really wanted to go. I forgot what choice was having something and I really wanted to go. And I was so burnt out and <laughs> tired that you text me. I was like, girl, where you at? And I said, girl, I forgot to text you. Like I just, I was sleeping, um, but I really needed that rest. But so, like, I'm trying to get over that hump of that guilt that I feel prior to. Like, dang, I don't want to go. How can I text this? And then when I finally text, it's like, oh, like so much mm-hmm. relief because I know I'm exhausted right now. And yeah, I can still go, but I'm going to either be putting on a fake face or look like everybody else. Like, dang, why she here with that bad energy? She should have stayed home. Yeah, I should have stayed home. Cause I right. You're right. You, you're exactly right. I'm leaving right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to share, share that because I do feel like, um, sorry, I don't feel like, I do know that, uh, you know, it starts as stress, then it leads to burnout, then it goes to, um, it could be anxiety attacks for some people, mm-hmm. which are all signs that something is going not so great. So, say again, just in case people fast forward it, <laughs> what, uh, what do you want to read to the people? Oh, just uh, causes of burnout, um, work-related, lifestyle, and personality. Thank you, so girl. So we talked about the signs and the symptoms in each category. Now we're going to um, mention some causes that could be um, of burnout. So work-related, feeling like you have little or no control over your work, lack of recognition or reward for good work, unclear or overly demanding job expectations, doing work that's monotonous or unchallenging, working in a chaotic or high pressure environment. Woo, if I can't be chaotic, <laughs> I can relate to that. I've worked in some environments. I'm like, I can't do this. Oh my gosh, this unorganized space. Who Lord Jesus fix it. <laughs> um, lifestyle causes working too much without enough time for socializing or relaxing yeah. lack of close supportive relationships taking on too many responsibilities without enough help from others, not getting enough sleep. Come on, we're talking about not getting enough sleep now. That's happened to me. (laughs) It happened to Yaya. We got to get our rest, okay? (laughs) All right, personality traits that contribute to burnout, perfectionistic tendencies, nothing is ever good enough, pessimistic view of yourself and the world, the need to be in control, reluctance to delegate to others, High achieving type A personality. Mm. Mm. You spoke to my zodiac. <laughs> oh my gosh. The perfectionism, the difficulty in delegating, not trusting people to get the work done that like you can is so hard, bro. 
Yes, and I can also see too that it's saying as far as approaching to be able to um, when you're dealing with burnout, there's three R's. Recognize it, reverse, and resilient. So watch for the warning signs of burnout so you're recognizing. Then reversing, you're undoing the damage by seeking support and managing the stress. Like what can you do to change how you're starting to have this burnout? Do you need to be honest at work? Like, hey, this is much of a workload. Can we extend the deadline? Can I have somebody help me with this? Uh, whether it's personal, like, hey, I know I said I was going to do this, but I cannot. I am unable or just, um, you know, saying no to that invitation, like taking time for yourself. Yes, you want to socialize, but you also have to have some me time as well. And then, hey, the, res <laughs> and then yeah. the resilience piece is build your resilience to stress by taking care of your physical and emotional health. Doing what you need to do for you because you can't pour into others if you ain't got nothing in your cup. Come on now. <laughs> you got to make sure that you are taking care of you. So recognize it, reverse it, by seeking support and managing the stress and build the resilience by taking care of your physical and emotional health. Not to say that you won't ever be burnt out, but if you're able to recognize it and um, manage it, then you better be able to um, to help yourself and have it less. Yes. Have less burnout. And use your PTO to take those naps. Yes. Come on. PTO. Prepare the others. That is what it's for. <laughs> they know what they need to do while you out. They that place not gonna burn down without you. You you can take a couple of days off. When's the last time you took a vacation? Hmm? When's the last time you actually took a vacation or took a day off to do nothing? You right. can use your PTO for a mental health day. That's a real thing. That's the thing. Yeah, like even uh, though it might not be categorized as mental health day, just say PTO. You can use your PTO for whatever you want to use it for. They can't ask you what you use your PTO for. It's my personal time. It's my me time. It's what I need to do for me, whether it's taking care of your kids, whether you got a doctor's appointment, you just want to stay at home in bed and binge watch your TV show because you ain't had no me time in a long time. I'm just saying. It's your PTO, boo-boo. Do what you want to do, do. <laughs> I want to add, like, even with the vacation and those other things, too, the highlight of what I'm saying here is using that to just stay home and re relax. And mm -hmm. like a lot of people do other things and then you're back to work, but then you're like, you're still burnt out. When did you actually sit down to rest? Going on vacation, going to do things, taking your kids to the doctor's office, all those things, it still works. Even though it's not, you're not getting a check at the end of it, you're still working. You're still using your body, your brain, all these things. Take, a, take time to just sit, just relax, just binge watch TV, read a book, sleep, sit in the tub, whatever it is that <laughs> means relaxation for you. Yes, I'll sit in the tub instantly. I love a bath bomb. Anybody want to give me something? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> is there anything else you wanted to read or share? Uh, no, that's the last the last part I wanted to add to make sure that people knew the, the three R's, okay? Recognize, okay. recover, and, um, and eat butter. And eat butter. Not too much butter, because we're taking care of our health, remember? Right. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of taking care of, we want to make sure that we love and take care of our friends and our family members. So, you don't want to be selfish and not say anything when you notice that Simone has been being a meanie. So, how do you, how do you let uh, the other people in your life know that you've been noticing some signs of burnout? Oh, Peter Piper, no, okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, because I don't want to run off and assume, oh, my joke was dry, or oh, that person not feeling me today. Like, let's let me ask a question, and then also, you don't seem like 
the, the self that I'm used to seeing. So let's see what's going on with that. I would say for me, uh, at work, it's a little bit more difficult because the whole HR thing of not getting into people's personal business. And I'll say, but I'll lead it with, I'm not trying to ask about your personal business, but is everything okay? Like you seem a little off. Do you need a moment to put your head down? Like we close this door. I ain't going to tell nobody you're taking a nap real quick. But like, what's going on? Um, maybe you need to go for a walk because we deal with clients. So like, if I can notice that you seem like you just like this blank face that like you don't really give up today or you're not feeling it today, you're tired, whatever, the client's going to pick up on it too. Your work is going to pick up on it too. Your work is not going to be as great today, you know, as it typically is. Um, and with that, with work and with personal too, I try to lend a helping hand. And it's funny because I don't take helping hands. Like I'm, you know, I like to do things by myself. And even mm. if I need help, I won't say that I need help. It takes a lot. Like when I do do ask for help, like even with talking with Moni about podcasting, like it's a lot for me to go to Brooklyn and do all these things. And by the time I come back, my day is gone. And like, or it's a lot to go during the week or like whatever the case may be. So I have to like sit down with myself. How do I tell her this without saying I hate, like, I don't hate the podcast. It's just the price, the process becomes a place for me that is like, I feel like I'm stressing out and I don't want to stress about something that I love. So sharing with Moni, how can we help each other to make it smoother for both of us? It's tell them, but honestly, I've had some very hard conversations with some people who were not ready to recognize that there was something about them that was negatively different which was affecting those around them. But it was still important to be honest. Um, and it was also a matter of, I'm not the only person that feels this way. Who, like who else has also told you this information? Like who, this is, if, you're, if you keep hearing the same thing and you have this repeated pattern, there has to be something about, it can't be everybody else all the time. At yeah. some point you're gonna have to recognize what's happening with you and address it. Um, but, Sometimes people are just not willing to hear it initially. Sometimes they just got to keep going through what they're going through or keep bumping their head until they realize, like, you know what? I have been (laughs) treating people um, in a way that I should not have um, because of how I was feeling. Because at a certain point, you just keep saying, oh, this is the way I am. No, it's not the way you are. (laughs) It's not just the way that you are. What about how I am? Grow out of that. So it's just a matter of just having a conversation. Um, I feel like that's the only way that I can go about it personally. I, you just got to talk to them. So, so sometimes it takes me a minute. So I'm like, ooh, especially if you know how the person. If you know how the person is, it just be like, I don't want to have this conversation, but I need to have this conversation. Yeah. Um, I want to say one thing and then answer the question myself. I forgot to say, uh for how do I combat my uh, burnout. I like to listen to sound baths. Um, I turn on like the Calm app, Insight Timer, YouTube, different things to help bring myself down, especially before sleep. Because mm. remember I said the, the driving dream that I have when I'm out of control of things. So when I leave that on while I'm sleeping, I notice that I'm dreaming about me being a girlfriend or having like a mess <laughs> or something dream. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, those, you know, self-care meditation, sage, going for a walk, different things to get my mind out of 
the frenzy that it feels like it's in. Um, when I notice that other people in my life are burnt out, um, I say something about it or I ask questions just to dig deeper about it. Like I notice Mona keeps saying she's so tired, she's so tired, she's so tired. Okay, are you like you know, just like ask questions of what's been different about your schedule or why do you feel so tired or like what's going on with you that you feel this way? Or why do you feel angry? Like, you know, just checking in. Have you had water? When's the last time you ate? Uh, just checking in to ask questions. If it's like the attitude thing, sometimes I may still ask those same questions. Like, are you tired? Like, you, you're coming off a little bit. Did you like, eat? <laughs> Did you eat? Uh, or what's wrong? Like, you seem, you seem like you're not yourself. Sometimes it's the opposite. That person may be really, really quiet when they're talk, usually talkative or mm -hmm. they have like a sad face. Not the rest in B-I-T-C-H face, but like just they seem down or they seem like they're in their thoughts. And I'm over here being chipper, goofy old yaya, and you just like, you're not laughing at my... Are you okay? Like, you want to talk about something? Oh, that joke just wasn't funny. Yeah, but I need to know. <laughs> you hear my joke? Uh, felt good. So for me, it's harder to help. But for other people... I'm like, do you want me to help you do dishes? Or do you want to, you know, do you need my ear? Do you need my hands? Like, what is it that I can do to help you feel better? Do you, like, how can I be of service for you so you don't seem burnt out? Because now your burnt out energy is kind of interrupting my, my happiness right now. And I need to help you so that can, uh, you know, on the other end, help me too. Because I don't want to feel this stinky vibe. Right. <laughs> Yeah. And before we move on to to the next segment, I just want to add just how like you and I, we have each other like outside of our workspaces to actually like have conversations about like what's going on. I feel like it's important because everybody may not have this like somebody at work that you can connect with when you're having those moments or at least somebody that you trust to know, like when they know you not in like your right state of mind that it's okay for them to come up to you and ask you like hey are you okay i know it's xyz I yeah. feel, i've been in work environments where i've had a space where i had somebody that i can talk to and it made me feel so much better to be able to not feel like i was dumping on them but mm -hmm. i had a safe space at work that with someone that i trusted to be like this is what's going on so just in case you notice xyz about my performance this is why opposed to me feeling as if i don't have anybody to talk to and now it just looks like i'm not doing my job there's specific reasons for it but i don't feel comfortable telling you that because i don't mm -hmm. feel like that relationship has been solidified in the workplace you know um not sure how those relationships can be built but i do think it's very very important to have at least one at least one yeah. person in the workplace that you trust to be vulnerable with so that they able to recognize somebody that you can check in with to make sure that you good you make sure that they good um because sometimes in the workplace it becomes a little more difficult to build those relationships if you're not genuinely connecting with anybody yeah, I think the difficulty in that is the trust because people can flip flop and turn on you in a second. And the things that you told them, mm -hmm. it can turn into, oh, well, Unique said this work is too much. She don't really know what she's doing. Opposed to, no, I said I was going through a breakup and this work at that moment. Like people change your words or manipulate your words whenever they, you know, aren't your work friend anymore. Right. Um, but I think that's really a good highlight that you shared because. I can I can talk about work all I want with people, friends, and, and it's great support, but 
we all do different types of work. So sometimes I found myself in conversations with people saying that work was stressful, it was too much. And like I remember this guy was like, well, how is it stressful? All you do is sit at the work all day. All you do is push paper. And it's like, excuse me. at that time, I was substitute teaching. It's like, no, I had to take the kids to this class and that class and then recess. And I only had five minutes to eat by the time I did this. It's like so much. Or even now when talking with people about um, like feeling stressed or burnt out, sometimes I forget. But like when have I, when I have friends who understand my work or when I have people who work with me, obviously they understand the work. Well, dang, you, you did just have a client that expressed suicidal ideation or you did just do do like 50 notes back to back. Like that's why you feel tired opposed to like, I tell myself, yeah, I sat at the desk all day. Why am I so tired? And then they remind me, that's why you're so tired. So um, in that relation to what you were just sharing in that uh, perspective of what you were just sharing, having somebody who understands what you're doing because they're doing the same job too mm -hmm. can like help to, you know, have that conversation opposed to just somebody just listening like, dang, girl, then what? Then you got to explain work all over again. Right. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. But that was a good uh, topic. Thanks for coming up with that topic about burnout. Yes, bro, because it's relatable. And some people don't even realize when they are being burnt out, they mix it with stress or, you know, don't know how to, to cope with when they are burnt out. So I hope that this information that y'all received today was very helpful and that the next time that you are experiencing any burnout symptoms, that you are able to recognize the signs and that you are able to... Um, you know, manage that stress a little better and put some more, more love into you. Okay. Yeah. Take a, take a breath, take a break, step back, look at what's going on, do some Googling, talk to people and figure out what those signs are and figure out what your coping mechanisms would be. What can make you feel better or help you feel better? What do you need to do to get your SHIT together so that you don't mm -hmm. feel that stress or that burnout or whatever the case may be? Absolutely. You don't have to push yourself. Take a break. You do it's not okay. have to push yourself. Give yourself grace and take a break. Yes, Grace. Gracie's Corner. <laughs> and with that, we are wrapping up this here segment and heading on over into Dorm Stories. Gotta get some sound effects going on up in here. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's the, what's the, what's the scenario? In today's dorm story segment, we're going to be sharing someone's personal story from youngminds.org about their situation with burnout, how they dealt with it, and a little bit of advice um, for anyone that has been going through it. So let me just go ahead and jump right on. What do you think of when you hear the word burnout? Some may associate it with feeling tired or stressed, which to some extent is true, but that only tells half the story. Burnout is something that builds up over time as a result of prolonged stress and feelings of being overwhelmed, drained, and unable to cope. It's something I have experienced before, so I hope that I can offer some tips on how to avoid it. I'm the type of person that likes to put the maximum amount of effort into everything that I do. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this. There was a time in my life where I was desperately trying to put an equal amount of effort into my studies, work, family, social life, and hobbies. Just typing out that list sounds exhausting to me now. <laughs> I'm confident that many of you can predict the feelings that came along with trying to focus on all of those things at once. Yep, complete exhaustion, aka burnout. 
As a result of trying to juggle too many things, I felt emotionally and physically drained. Suddenly, the joy in my life seemed to disappear. I struggled to find enjoyment or purpose in what I was doing and thought that if I couldn't put my full effort into each area of my life, then I must be failing. During this time, there were many tears and feelings of hopelessness. I thought that I would have to give up aspects of my life that I loved. If you're experiencing burnout, it can be extremely difficult to reach out for help. For me, I struggled to talk about how I was feeling as I felt as though I just wasn't able to manage life's daily struggles like everybody else. I felt like an outsider looking in. Everybody else was able to successfully manage their work-life balance, so why was I struggling to do this? I reached a point where I couldn't go on internalizing my feelings for much longer. Luckily, I was able to speak to my family and friends about how I was feeling. After talking about it, I quickly came to the realization that I had been forgetting one crucial life skill, prioritizing. The act of prioritizing appears simple, but actually putting the skill into practice for me proved very difficult. I need to remind myself that I'm not superwoman. I can't give 100% to every area of my life at the same time. It's impossible. To begin my journey to overcome burnout, I created a physical list of my priorities. Each morning, I would review or edit my list to remind myself of the aspect that I needed to fully focus on that day. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that it was easy to push other areas to the side. However, for my own mental and physical health, I needed to realize that prioritizing was the only way that I would recover from burnout. Like everybody, I have good days and bad days. Sometimes I let life stresses get the better of me, but my mental and physical health have improved so much since I started to prioritize. Now I don't worry too much if I don't get everything done on my list. The reason that I don't worry is because you've guessed it, I prioritize my tasks. It's important to remember that your priorities don't have to be work-related or productive. Some days I prioritize self-care and focusing on checking in with myself. I think that's the biggest tip that I can give you. Check in with yourself. Try to reflect upon how you're feeling. Are you trying to juggle too many things at once? You're not a failure. Nobody is perfect. Stop, reflect, and prioritize. Y'all, this is a new platform. I was trying to figure out how to turn my mic back on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That was that was really good. Um, and it sounded like I was listening to myself a little bit mm-hmm. because uh I noticed that when I did that, I don't always do it, but when I do that, like a priority list, specifically for work, I feel more at ease. I um, I get really anxious that my director notices it and some other people in my life notices it. Um, but I had to tell this to a coworker because that coworker, you'll see it on their face that they like just look over it, that they can't handle anything or whatever. And I'm like, I love my life to be very organized. That's the Virgo in me. Um, but I also have the the Libra part where things have to be balanced. So if my my room, my bedroom looks a mess or my car is out of whack or whatever else is going on, that interferes with my work life too. So I was just speaking with the that coworker and letting them know, like, maybe you should try this list out. So it's kind of cool uh, hearing that this person who wrote this uh, letter or blog, um, it felt felt the same way too. Um, basically, it kind of contribute. It's kind of sorry. It connects to 
having a big goal and then doing smaller goals. And I, mm-hmm. and I said, like, even though, you know, you have a shitload of stuff to do, just knowing that oh, I got to check off one, two, three things um, out of the day, opposed to not having a written list and saying, fuck, I still didn't do, but it looks, it feels good to have that list. And then personal life too, I had like this uh, expo marker board calendar on my wall. And it's my gym marker. So without that, I'm like, dang, I ain't really work out that much. I don't feel anything or whatever. But when I look on, I'm like, oh, I got four marks. I went to the gym four times this week. Yeah, that feels so good. So sometimes visuals do help. But I, I love that she shared um, how that has assisted her because it's relatable is what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Yes, absolutely. And I can definitely tell a difference in my life and when I do prioritize things and I just do things all willy-nilly, like, let me just try to see what I could do. I get more things done when I'm checking it off. And when I tell you, when I check something off, oh, I feel so good. I'm like, oh, look at all this stuff I got done today. When I just sat there and I focused on what I needed to do, because sometimes I am very guilty of, I've been at work and tried to do personal things while I was at work, which took time away from what I could have been doing. Yeah. That was prioritize for work so um i've definitely broken that habit completely um because it didn't do anything but hinder me and i just make sure i prioritize whatever certain things i need to do in the morning before i go to work if it's something that i can prioritize while i'm commuting to work if it's something that i can prioritize by the time i get back home because even just as long as me doing my little 15 minutes a day on duolingo i do that on my way to work and i do it on my way home from work because i because i have that I'm able to balance that while I'm commuting or even the same thing with reading. When I go to the wash house, I read a book or before I go to bed, I try to throw in some pages. So it's just a matter of like we were saying before, when you're reach, trying to reach those big goals, just taking those small ones and prioritizing them in different places. So I'm just like, I check things off my list daily. My planner, I cannot live without a planner. I've tried to go without a planner and my life felt like a wreck. Okay, I have to make sure everything in my in my in my life has 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 a place of when I'm doing it, when I'm doing it, and I check it off. I have to yeah. wash clothes. I need to go grocery shopping. I'm going to meal prep. I'm going to go to this lesson. I'm going to do. I'm going to read this day. I'm going to go to the gym these days. Long as you nap, right? <laughs> that just happens. I don't prioritize the nap. The nap come when it want a nap. Okay. <laughs> But yes, prioritizing and making sure I definitely prioritize my self-care time because that's more, something else I'm trying to be more intentional about is making sure that I make time for me. Like, yeah. I never actually wrote it down. I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to take a bath today. Like, no, I'm going to actually write it down. Like, this time is blocked out for me and only me. That's it. So I'm going to actually be more intentional with that and blocking it out. Okay, girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what works for you is the lesson from that. Absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> we can now move on to our next segment, which is... The Community News. It's time for announcements. It's time for announcements. It's time for announcements. It's time for announcements. Yeah, I need to write my songs for the next episode. She had months to prepare, y'all, and she still ain't come up with nothing. That sounds like a personal problem. It is. But, so today is March 1st. That means in two days, 
my best friend is going to be a day older, which means she's going to be having a birthday. She's going to be turning whatever business she's going to be turning. So... <laughs> I'm ashamed of my age. This year, I'm going to be 34, okay? Well, they might Master. be listening to this. They might be listening to this in 2025. Well, if they are, that's why they need to know that this year, I'm going to be turning 34 on Sunday, yeah. March 3rd, 2024, okay? Yes. So, to celebrate her birthday, we are offering a discount of 30% off only on March 3rd. So, only. hopefully, you're listening to this. On the day it drops, so that you can, or maybe following our Instagram, so that you can be up on the null, so you can get that discount. Yeah, right. Get to that website, l o e l o u d d dot com. Yeah. Get the extra D. You're gonna go somewhere else. Right. It will. <laughs> it will. All right, y'all. It is March. It is March. Aside from it being the best month ever, it is also Women's History Month. So shout out to all the women doing all the things, okay? Shout out to us. Shout out to the women in healthcare, the women in finance, the women in in business, the women that are teachers, the just women all over the, the world. Women in the, the world, the women thing, on, okay? The women on earth, the alien women, all right. the monster women. The mothers. The bug women. The mothers, the aunties. The aunties, yes. okay? Doing the thing. Shout out yes. to all of the women who do the damn thing every single day. This is a month to celebrate us. Celebrate. <laughs> Follow us on social media if you aren't already. We are on Facebook. We are also on Instagram. Um, maybe by the time you listen to this, we worked on our TikTok better. But if you <laughs> do have a TikTok, we just got to work on that. But we are Love Loud LLC. That's L-O-V-E-L-O-U-D-D-L-L-C on our social media platforms. Yes, yes, yes. And when you are on those social media platforms, make sure you kindly leave us a review, whether you're reviewing this year, podcast episode, another podcast episode from seasons one through four. If it's for our poetry books, if it's for a reel that you saw, if it's for one of our merchandise that you purchased on the website, whatever it may be, if you just love our pretty faces, go ahead and leave us a review as a comment on our social media platforms. We love to share our reviews with the world. So once you share a review with us, we'll go ahead and share it again with everybody else. Yes. <laughs> And also, she mentioned our website. Our website is www.loveloudd.com, where you can find a lot of our blogs that we used to write. You can also find some reviews that other people have shared and we posted onto our website. You can shop Love Loud merchandise, and you can be on the in the know of things that's going on um, with us, you know, things that are coming up. So we pay a lot for the domain www.loveloud.com and for those of you who have been rocking with us for a while you have realized that we transitioned from doing a question of the month to creating a prompt of the month to give everyone an opportunity to dip into their creative bag so whether the prompt inspires you to write a poem write a journal entry write a blog inspiration for the next story that you are creating wherever it may be we are mm -hmm. changing over to the prompt of the month to help you write and for march the prompt is to write about a challenge you faced this month and how you overcame it so it's only march 1st unless you made a mistake <laughs> today but <laughs> just think about it maybe it doesn't even have to be a mistake that you made this month you know because you created the last prompt. 
which is from February 1st to now. Or a mistake that you've ever made. We've all made mistakes and we've all learned from them. So go ahead and write about that. And please, please, please share with us. Share on the story. We'll repost it um, and share with with the Love Loud community. We'd love to hear from you and what you are creating with the prompt of the month. Yes. And with the airplane loud outside. (laughs) First episode of our fifth season of Carpet Podcast with Yaskis and Moni, but we introduced ourselves as Simone and Unique earlier. But we did, you know, we got a lot we of got names. Five on it for season five. Oh, yes. look at you off of your uncle. <laughs> well, anybody from the West Coast, I'll say that's Simone, Moni uncle. Oh <laughs> uh, well, we're back to it. I'm yes. very excited about this season. Um, we have a good lineup of. Um, people that we are looking forward to speaking with during this season. Um, we are we have some poets lined up. We're looking forward to meeting some new poets Woo-hoo. this uh, this year to have them on our podcast because last year it was mostly myself and Moni sharing. But we want to get um, this is our open mic. Our sweet two two three is our open mic. So we want to have people share uh, whether you can make it to the event today or years later you'll hear their poetry. <laughs> on our podcast and I'm really really excited uh, for the things that we produce so far the things that we have lined up speaking of that I'm about to do some follow-up emails <laughs> to, um but I'm really really excited I'm really yes. really 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 excited about this same thing. same 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 <laughs> cannot wait for y'all to see what we have in store for y'all but with all that being said we'll be back in your ear in two weeks y'all it's still every two yeah. weeks we, we haven't changed the schedule on y'all we <laughs> we still busy we still got full-time jobs and live so right every two weeks <laughs> yes thank you for listening stay black stay proud and until next time until next time until two weeks until two weeks <laughs> we're gonna have a guest on that podcast right yep we're gonna have a guest on that one so stay tuned for episode two yes